Well, hey, everybody, Dr. Bulow here, and thanks again for joining me on the Staying Connected with Dr. Ian Bulow podcast. Uh, it's a pleasure. It's an honor. I had, a, I had a member of the community ask me recently, a member of the, of the vlog and, and podcast community asked me, hey, you know, what's the deal with chiropractic anyhow? You know, you're a chiropractor, so what do you have to say about those people who say chiropractic isn't safe or... You know, uh, what's that popping noise? Your bone's actually cracking, you know, are chiropractors real doctors? (laughs) So I wanted to take a minute and address those concerns because I am a chiropractor. And I know the the podcast here is a bit, maybe a bit heady, a bit more philosophical, theological, a bit about life. Uh, but, But this is an important issue. You know, I think that chiropractic is important. I think that it can help a lot of people in a lot of ways. And I think there's a lot of misconceptions that can get in the way of someone actually getting help that they need. So this this podcast is for folks that are looking into chiropractic, that aren't too sure what it's all about, uh, maybe have some questions or concerns about it. So hopefully it provides some answers. And for those of you that have no interest in healthcare or maximizing your health potential uh, through proactive healthcare, then don't worry about it. This vlog's not for you. It's all good. We'll catch you on the next one when we just talk about life and business and you know spirituality and things like that. But for those of you that are interested in health, that maybe have a healthcare concern, or a friend or family or loved one that has a healthcare concern, or maybe you're just looking to maximize your output, maximize your functionality and your quality of life, um, may I suggest to you that chiropractic is a very, very, very valid and safe option, an effective option. So let's go into it. And, and what I'm going to do is explain kind of the foundation of chiropractic and then a little bit more of the practical hands-on about it and answer three main questions. Um, what's it all about? You know, is it safe what, what you're doing? And um, are, yeah, are chiropractors real, real doctors? So what's it all about? Chiropractic is one of the oldest non-medical um, healing professions in the United States of America and, um, and, and one of the most profound in the world. I mean, there's a lot of non-medical healing arts out there, but chiropractic is pretty profound when you look at it um, fundamentally. And fundamentally, it's based on the idea that life is intelligent, that life is a miracle that life has this intelligence to it that is working behind the scenes and keeping things going right um and it even breaks it down and we can maybe go into it in a different podcast but it breaks it down the difference between universal intelligence universal life you know things that exist at all times and in all ways universally what keeps an atom an atom what keeps a rock a rock you know but for today's purposes we'll keep it to the fundamentals of 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 health and clinical care it's based on the idea that human beings are innately perfect, that there's an innate intelligence that runs every function innately of your body. Every tissue cell in your body, every organ system is, is coordinated in this grand symphony of life. You know, you've got 75 trillion cells in your body, and when they're working together harmoniously, you have health and vitality. And when those 75 trillion cells work antagonistically against each other you have disease and sickness and and the greatest examples of those would be autoimmune diseases and cancers right those are when those cells are attacking one another and not working in in each other's benefit so it's a beautiful thing it's a beautiful thing and and what we see is that that innate intelligence of the body all the cells all the functions of the body are kept are are are, the innate intelligence is expressed and it keeps these cells and organ systems working together through the nervous system primarily. The brain, spinal cord, and your nerves are actually what coordinate and control and regulate 
all of the systems in your body without you thinking about it, right? It's a beautiful thing. So having a properly aligned spinal column, your backbone and your neck bone, right? Having a properly aligned spinal column is a lot bigger than just neck and back pain. It's more about maintaining the integrity of that communication system, that brain and spinal cord. Because let's face it, if I pinch a nerve down to my hand, yes, I may get pain in my hand or numbness and tingling in my hand. But if I pinch a nerve to my stomach, I'm not going to get numbness and tingling in my stomach. You've never heard a friend or colleague wake up and say, man, I got pins and needles in my kidney. <laughs> you know, my, my, my left lower lung fell asleep at work today. You know, you don't, you don't hear that kind of stuff. Um, but what you will hear is, I've got this terrible acid reflux. I don't know what's causing it. You know, I've got irritable bowel syndrome. My cousin's got terrible asthma. They don't know why. Well, some of those things can be uh, uh, what chiropractors call a subluxation of the spine, a misalignment or a breakdown in the joints of the spine that irritate the ability of this central nervous system, this innate intelligence of the body to control and coordinate the organs and these tissue cells. So... So what do we do about that? What do chiropractors do about that? They analyze the spine. They look for these subluxations, these misalignments, these these aberrant joints, um, these articulations. You know, the knuckles of your neck, I like to call them, because if you have a stiff joint, a joint that's out of its proper range of motion, like a sprained ankle, if you have a sprained neck or a sprained back, if it starts to irritate the nervous tissue, the nervous system, the nerves. And, and thereby affect the communication between the brain and the body, then over time that body can break down. We call that a subluxation. And chiropractors will do everything they can, or they should do everything they can, to analyze the spine, assess the spine, find these subluxations within the spine, and gently restore proper alignment and correct the subluxation, bring about integrity to those joints. Now, that can be done in a myriad of different ways. And let me say the education, so I speak to point number one, our chiropractors real doctors. If you don't respect everything I just said, then you probably didn't quite understand it. Because being a, a, a real doctor starts with having a noble cause and having a lot of education to impact a patient's health for the greater good, right? So looking at the spine to maintain neurological integrity is just as noble as looking at the heart to maintain proper blood supply and blood pressure, right? These are things, now granted, we don't see people in a crisis situation as much, you know, we're not gonna do surgeries or fracture reductions or open heart surgery or spinal surgery, nothing like that. So, but it's no, it's no less admirable, you know, when you help someone to maintain their life and maintain their health so they don't need surgery, in my opinion, that's just as admirable and just as respectable a profession as someone who saves someone's life when they do need surgery. Both are valid. If I help you never get on the operating table, I think that's just as noble a task as the surgeon who saves your life once you're on the operating table, okay? Um, they're, they're both, there's pros and cons to both professions, and this is not a comparative podcast. I'm not even going to go there. What I'm saying is, are chiropractors real doctors? Heck yeah, they are. Number one, because they're providing a, a unique and valuable service to mankind. And number two, when you look at the education levels of a chiropractor um, against a, a medical physician, the credit hours in chiropractic college are very, very comparable. Very comparable. All the basic sciences are, are, are very comparable. Chiropractors have a bit more, actually, anatomy and neurology and things like that, where medical professionals have a bit more uh, chemistry and pathophysiology. 
Um, and then in their later years of school, medical doctors get into pharmacology and drugs and chiropractors get into spinal adjustive procedures, you know, manipulation, things like that, um, and physiotherapies and whatnot. So, but they both have noble pursuits and they both have the exact same amount of credit hours in school. So of course, of course, they are respected or should be respected clinical physicians. So that kind of, I, I, that would answer maybe the one question of, are, you know, are chiropractors real doctors, right? The next thing would be, what do they do when they look at the spine for these misalignments that are affecting the nervous system? And when they put their hands on someone's back and you hear that popping noise, what is that, you know? Uh, it's it's kind of simple, but it's also a little bit complex. If you've ever seen someone crack their knuckles, uh, basically, you know, where two bones join each other, you have a, a joint cavity, you know, you have a, a space where there's fluid and it's kind of wrapped together in soft tissue, so there's no, there's really no open spaces in the body. Um, where there's no vacuums in the body, where there's open air spaces, not not normally, other than the lungs, there really shouldn't be any air anywhere else in the body. And um, so when you look at the joint cavity, it's all fluid, and it's kind of like a kind of like if you had a water balloon, kind of covering two different um, tree limbs connecting each other, you know. And um, and when you take that joint as far as it can go, like when you crack your knuckles, you push your fingers as far as they can go and then you go a little farther and you hear that popping noise, what that's doing is it's creating space in the joint cavity. So so if I had this water balloon and I stretched it and it popped, <laughs> right? Um, that's one way to think of it, I suppose. Um, but in the joints, it's not that you're, you're tearing or popping the joint open. It's not that at all. It's that inside, in that, in that fluid space, there's a cavity that's opened up. There's a cavity of space where there's a collection of gas. And in that, when you create that open space within the fluid, there is a popping noise. It's a creation of a vacuum there, a creation of an open space where there wasn't one before. And it's it's a little bit complex. To, that's the hard part to describe. But bottom line is you're increasing the range of motion of that articulation, right? And a lot of times when the spine gets misaligned, part of the problem is that it loses its proper range of motion. It goes out of its normal range of motion. Now, not all chiropractic adjustments require that popping noise, however. The ones that I perform don't. But the point of the chiropractic is not just to make a snap, crackle, or pop. Heck, you could do that on your own. You could fall down a flight of stairs and snap, crackle, and pop your whole way down, but I doubt it was a good thing. It's not a good thing, right? So it doesn't fully require it, but all it means is that you've introduced motion into a joint that was otherwise immobile or fixated. So the popping noise is not the bones cracking. It is just a restoration of motion or an increase of motion in that particular segment, just like if you stretch your knuckles and you crack your knuckles. Okay. Now, last question, probably the most important one is, is it safe? Is chiropractic safe? Well, just like any other profession, it depends on the practitioner. As a whole, the answer is yes. As a whole, chiropractic is extremely safe. If you and all, all you really need to do to look at is it safe or not is look at the malpractice insurance of a chiropractor and compare the malpractice insurance cost. How much does it cost a chiropractor to, to carry insurance that if he hurts somebody, he, the insurance company will pay out money? Okay, how much does that insurance cost a chiropractor? 
as opposed to how much does it cost a different type of clinical physician. Chiropractic malpractice a year might cost $1,000 to $2,000, maybe. When you look at the other clinical physicians out there, they're paying tens of thousands of dollars a year for their malpractice insurance. Why? Because statistically, the insurance companies know there's a greater likelihood that those physicians are going to be sued, that they're going to hurt somebody than a chiropractor. It doesn't mean they want to. It doesn't mean this is not, again, me versus them. That's not what this is about. All I'm saying is that if you look at it statistically, you are far less likely to be injured in a chiropractic office than you are any other type of physician's office because our our insurance rates are so low because we're really 99% of the time going to be very, very safe and effective. Now, I cannot speak for for all chiropractic methodologies, but what I will tell you is there was research done on upper cervical chiropractic care, which is my specific speciality. And um, upper cervical chiropractic care, there's a prospective multi-cohort study that was done that found that um, the most common side effect, if any, was a bit of soreness in the neck. You know, when you realign the structures, it's almost like going to the gym and in some cases you're sore the next day. But the procedure itself does not involve any bending, twisting, cracking, or popping. It's, and, and, and so in that regard, it's just as safe as if you were to stretch your own neck or sneeze because there's no more force applied to your spine than if you were to stretch or sneeze yourself, right? But it had a satisfaction rating of 9.1 out of 10, um, had barely any adverse reactions, no serious adverse reactions at all. Just, you know, the most common, if anything, would be a little bit of soreness, you know, as the spine remodels and, and heals. But, um, but no, totally safe, totally safe. Um, you may hear out in the community, you may hear this idea that, oh man, chiropractic can cause stroke. That's never, ever, 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 ever been proven, ever been proven. Um, the, the running theory right now in our field is that people who are having a stroke, some of the symptoms, some of the main symptoms of a stroke is a crushing headache and crushing neck pain. So more than likely what's happening is a chiropractic patient who has their chiropractor, who loves their chiropractor, wakes up one day and has intense neck pain or an intense headache. And the first thing they say to themselves is, I got to go see my chiropractor. I've got this pain. Now they don't know that they have a tear in their arteries. They just think, I got this neck pain. I got to go to my, my doctor. My doctor is a chiropractor. I'm going to go to my chiropractor. So they go to the chiropractor and the chiropractor who means well is a good chiropractor says, oh, you have neck pain today. Oh gosh, yeah, let's work on it. Let's see if we can fix this thing. And so they work on them, but it doesn't, it's not, a, it's, you know, chiropractic is not a cure-all. It's not going to cure uh, a stroke in process. Um, and unfortunately, the pain doesn't go away. The stroke continues. There's a tear in the arteries. And so that person later on in the day, later on in the week, goes to the hospital and says, yeah, I have this crushing neck pain. It just hasn't gone away. And they run their tests and they say, oh my, you actually have a little bit of a leak in one of your arteries. You have a tear. You have a, you're having a stroke. What happened? What's been going on? Nothing. My neck's just been killing me. I went to see my chiropractor this week. And of course they say, aha, aha. It must have been the chiropractor. But there's, but that's no different than someone who has a stroke while buying cat food. It wasn't like the cat food caused the stroke, right? It just so happens that people who have strokes also go to chiropractors. 
So statistically, there's a small percentage that are going to have a stroke in the same time frame that they go to see their chiropractor. But that does not prove in any way that the chiropractic adjustment caused that stroke. So we've got to be very careful on what we're claiming as a, as a society. Because chiropractic does a lot of good for a lot of people. Now that being said, am I a fan of people having their necks twisted and pushed and yanked and all that sort of thing? No. But I also don't think that just because you hear a pop in your neck that it's a bad thing. Like I said, that's not all that means is there's an increase in motion, an increase in range of motion. So I think that it's a, a, a safe and very often effective non-medical, non-surgical healing art that, a lot, that aids in your body's ability to regulate and heal. I think it's a beautiful thing too. I don't want to end on a bad note talking about this scary stroke issue. Um, I want to end by telling you that um, chiropractic has helped my patients heal um, from conditions that have otherwise been plaguing them for their entire life. I had a, I had a guy in the other day who had chronic migraines since he was, I mean, in grade school. And this year there were daily, daily migraine headaches for a, 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 like months and months and months. And ever since his first specific and gentle and precise realignment or upper cervical adjustment of his neck, um, he's had one headache and he's been under care for about a month. And it just, it's miraculous for him. And, it's a, it, and it's, it brings me great joy because I get to help people on a regular basis heal and watch their bodies kind of come out of this cocoon, come out of this ditch that they've dug for themselves over the last few months to the last few decades. And it's a beautiful thing. Babies, newborn babies that are, their heads are yanked and pulled out of the birth canal that are now dealing with colic issues and, 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 um, and ear infections and bedwetting issues. Oh, I've seen it all, I've seen it all. And it's a great joy and a great privilege to, to help these parents regain the health of their child. What a beautiful thing. So I think it's a beautiful profession. I really, really do. It can help a lot of people. Um, it is not dogmatic quackery, no more than a medical doctor that's still doing antibiotics for viral infections or, heaven forbid, lobotomies on people's frontal lobes. You know, like, yes, there are the oddball, you know, uh, uh, folks that are still stuck in their ways, but most of the profession is full of really good people that are up to date on the current uh, literature and are really doing great work to help their people, uh, help their community uh, regain their health and vitality. So if you have any questions on that, let me know. I'd love to continue the conversation. I think that um, the, this podcast and the, and the Staying Connected vlog at uh, Dr. Ian Bulow on Facebook and Dr. Ian Bulow on YouTube are great resources and a great way for me to connect with the community at large. So if you have any questions at all, please connect with me on those forums. Also at Dr. Ian Bulow on Twitter and Instagram. Um, pretty much I'm trying to be anywhere that uh, that social media presents itself as a way to stay connected with my community. So look me up at Dr. Ian Bulow, D-R-I-A-N-B as in Bob, U-L-O-W, Dr. Ian Bulow. And uh, let me know what you think about this podcast. Let me know if you have any follow-up questions. I'd love to connect with you in the uh, future. And as always, thanks for staying connected. And we'll talk to you guys again real soon. Bye now.